Welcome to the Christy Says Things podcast. I'm your host, Christy Gomez, and if you are someone who knows there is more to life but don't know just what it is quite yet, or maybe you're a beginner in the world of woo-woo and want to learn more, then you're in the right spot. Each week on the podcast, I share lessons learned from amazing guests, helpful tips and tricks to master life, and share stories from my own personal growth. Well, let's do this, shall we? Grab a drink, grab a snack, and let's chat. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Christy Says Things podcast. You guys, I am hype for this episode because I love this topic and I love being able to sell you on why you should be playing more in your life. I really feel passionately about this. I feel like if we all banded together and we were like, you know what? We are going to play more. We're going to make it a point to do this and we are going to be happier individuals, I literally think we could solve big, big problems by taking some space, clearing it out, and filling it with fun. You know, we are just too damn serious all the time. Too damn serious. And play is the perfect way to actually spend time. And I'm going to get into that in a little bit. I don't want to get ahead of myself because I'm just so like, whoa, it is time for some fun. So let's start with this. Let's let's define play to begin with, okay? I googled it. The Google say play is to engage in activity for enjoyment and recreation rather than a serious or practical purpose. Okay, that's the basic definition for enjoyment and recreation instead of for a serious or practical purpose. Now, play, I think, looks different for everybody. So my version of what play is to me may not be the same for you. When I think play, I naturally kind of lean towards going and doing something that's almost childlike, like going to the fair, or there's this huge bouncy house thing happening in Tampa or St. Pete right now. That's like a whole field of bouncy houses together. Like to me, that sounds like heaven. That just sounds like something that would just, it immediately makes me happy to think about it. And I feel like maybe that's a good sign. You know, maybe that's a good way to know if you're thinking about something that works for you. When you think about it, does it make you happy to think about? So I think before we even start, it's really important for you to decide what play looks like for you. And here, we'll figure it out together. Are you ready? If you're driving, don't do this, okay? Well, you can do it, but just don't close your eyes. I want you to think about, actually, before we even do that, ready? Let's take a deep breath. We all could use a deep breath. Ready? Okay. Now let those shoulders drop a little bit. Let's sit in your seat. You feel your butt in your seat. Shoulders are dropped. Eyes are closed as long as you're not driving. I'm not going to be responsible for your accidents. This is my disclaimer. Or if you're walking and walk into something, just be smart, okay? Don't close your eyes if you shouldn't close your eyes. So now I want you to think about why don't you play more? What gets in the way of you playing more? Spending more time in your life in the activity of play versus doing something for a serious or practical purpose. Think about it for one second. I mean, I know I can tell you majority of the people around me that are too serious and could use some play in their life. I can tell you the first reason they would give me and it would probably be time. Now, I like to think that most people think they're more fun than they actually are. I think most people think like, I'm fun. I like to have fun. I have fun like like on my vacations, you know, when I go, I'm a blast. I have some Mai Tais and I sit out in the sun. I might even play some beach volleyball. Like, you know, I'm a, I'm a blast. Like I'm a good time. The problem is, is that if that fun is only happening on vacations, 
then you're seriously missing out on other opportunities to make yourself happier on a daily basis. And when did it happen that doing things that you enjoy and not working your life away became such a negative thing? You know, I feel like a lot of that, I've talked about this in prior podcasts, but I feel like a lot of it ties into the way we grew up and the way our parents grew up. And literally, like, if you were not working, you might not be able to eat that day. And you, there was no other choice during the early 1900s, the first half of the 1900s, where things were really tough in America. And, you know, we had to work to consider ourselves to take care of our family, right? Like, it was like the number one priority. There wasn't time for fun. Now we're fortunate that we do have a lot more time for fun, but not only that, we've as a society realized that when we create space in our day and when we're not working 24 seven and we're not on and we give our brain a second or two to turn off and just for no other purpose than just to just chill for a minute, it gives us a chance to release that negative energy and just be for a minute. So many things call our attention. So there definitely is a a thing around just being, especially when you have this phone in your hand all of the time and access to any question, any answer to any question, to people, to little hits of dopamine, to shopping, to whatever it is that is your your thing that you your go-to, that's in your hand all the time. So when you do have quote unquote time, typically we lean towards things that are a little easier to do, things that are quicker. But this is my best example for time, okay? This is something you might have heard before if you've ever been somebody who has tried to get to the gym and has said that the reason they couldn't get there was time. If you weren't able to make time for certain activities, maybe you signed up for something and you didn't make it. Time is what we decide that it is for ourselves. Time is not a constant. Time is not a, a, this is, this block is your time and this is all you have. And what I mean by that is, have you ever had a moment or two or an hour where you sit down to do something that you truly enjoy and all of a sudden time has flown by like that? Like it's just all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, an hour went by. I had no idea. That is what I mean about time, that when you put it in the right places, it'll work for you and it'll seem really great. Now you can think vice versa. Maybe you sat somewhere and time was not on your side and you kept looking at your watch and time crawled by, or maybe you ever tried to watch a pot of boiling water. You're waiting for it to boil. It takes forever. Those are things that it's it's very relative to the situation that you're in. So if you tell me that your number one reason is time, I am going to try to give you an example that might fit for you. When you think about things you really love to do or things that you feel obligated to do, maybe right or wrong, maybe it is work stuff and you feel like that that's the number one priority, you're going to find time to do it. You're going to make the time to do it. You're going to cut out other things that could be in that space and decide that time is going to be filled with boring shit. And that is okay. There's, you know, we we have to be responsible. We have to pay bills. There always is going to be things that we need to get done. My HOA would not let me not, well, it's not like I actually do the lawn, but my HOA would not let my husband not do the lawn because he didn't feel like it or because he wanted to go in the pool or, you know, that's, there's responsibilities that need to happen. But I don't know if you have this thing on your phone, I do, where it tells you how much time you've spent online on the internet, on Instagram. You can actually download an app that will give you your apps and how much time you spend in each app. 
if you're feeling if you're if you're feeling daring, go for it. If you're feeling like take a deep breath before you do it, because you will be amazed at how many hours you have spent on social media where it is time that could be spent on other things. And listen, this is no shade thrown at the social medias. This is part of our life and it's just a matter of adapting to the places and times we want social media to fit into our life versus taking over our life and deciding. And if we go to the doctor's office, we have our phone out. If we are in traffic, we have our phone out. If we are at Target, we have our phone out. It's And I'm not saying those things are right or wrong. I'm just saying we've created habits for ourselves where when we do have time to do things, we fill it a lot of times with social media. And I can tell you from personal experience when I was doing Beachbody, I definitely spent a lot of time on my phone. And it wasn't even like I didn't have other time to do other things. I just, when I had free time, I thought of it as, well, I could be filling it with work. I could be filling it with this thing. I could be looking more into different content ideas. I could be following up with whoever. You know, like I, I every moment of spare time was designated to something else. So I never had spare time. I remember people, you know, bragging about never watching TV because in the times where they would watch TV, instead they should be doing work. There's big problems with that. There's big problems with that. And it's not just in that setting. It's not, this isn't just about an MLM because I do think a lot of people have good balance and are able to put their work aside. But I will say that if you are the kind of person that thinks that there's no such thing as free time, that there always has to be something happening, then this is something, this is an assignment for you to take personally, to take upon yourself to do. And just think about if you didn't feel obligated to fill that space with some other thing, what would you do with that time that could enrich your life? and make your life better. And this time thing is a real blessing and a curse because it's it's there's something at some point along the line something in your head said if I work harder I am more valuable. If I work harder I am more worthy. If I work harder and I play less I am better than other people. <laughs> if I work harder, that is my hat that I can hang. You know, like it's just, it's it's a lot of pride in the working harder. And there's nothing wrong with hard work, but my question is, is anybody coming to give you medals? Have you actually won anything? Is anybody even patting you on the back for it? Because I can tell you what, sometimes when you work harder and it goes unappreciated, people start to expect you to, to be the person that carries that weight. And then you're not only the person who... wants to work hard, now you have to work hard because now you have new demands that are put on you for different things. And if you are a time person, if your number one reason why you're not playing more is time, you need to think about what shoulds are getting in your way. I should be doing this right now. You sit down. So this is you, right? You ever done this? You ever done this? You sit down on the couch and you haven't sat down all day and your body, like you sit on the couch and you're like, oh, this feels so great. This is like so nice. And then immediately your brain, well, your brain might give you like four seconds because it's like, wow, this is really nice to sit. And your brain's like, oh, we got to move the clothes over to the dryer. Oh, I really have to take out the trash. Oh, I never signed that form. Oh, I need to blah, blah, blah. And it's like, there's like never an end 
to the list of things that need to get done. But just like your workout, taking a full circle here, just like your workout, if you don't make time to work out, other things will fill that time. You decide how your day is spent. It's truly you. You make the decision. I know it seems like other things make the decision for you, and it might be that that way if you've let it be that way. But I'm, I'm telling you right now, you can take it back. You can take back control and decide for yourself. And so when you're starting a workout plan or you're trying to get into a, a habit, a routine of working out, the number one thing you can do is schedule a time to go do it. My husband's a great example of this because he's been working out by, he's been running for as long as I've known him, he really enjoys running. So that's been his workout. But the problem with that is he could do it anytime. And there's some mornings where nobody's waiting on him. There's no time to be anywhere. And time just gets away from him. And all of a sudden he's like, shit, I have to go to work. And then he missed his workout, you know? And recently he joined a gym that has class times and he's going to these classes. And he has specific times where he has somewhere to be. And so there's accountability for him to be in those times to be in those places at those times. And it really works for him. And he's been going consistently. He's like, you know what? It actually feels good to be in a routine and work out. It wasn't like that at the beginning, but he's getting there. And so if you are thinking that something is important to you, I just use fitness because I feel like it's really relatable, but it, fill it in with anything. If it is more play, if we're looking to schedule more play, then it should be scheduled play. It should be you saying, I am going to work really hard if that makes you feel better. In the morning and afternoon, I am going to go to the park and sit and have a picnic and watch the birds or go to the beach. I love, 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 love to go to the beach and just walk the beach. Like that to me, even though it's not play in like a kid type sense to me, like that's play, that's rejuvenation for my soul. So that's something that I would do. You can pick something, say you're going to do it and give yourself permission to put the shoulds aside for a little bit. This brings me into the the second reason why we don't play enough. If you are feeling too guilty about it, you're not going to do it. So this is something for you to dive into. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this topic because there's not a lot that I can do here in this podcast, but I'm going to give you some recommendations. Whenever you feel like you don't have the right to play because there's so much to do, you have too many things on your plate, You just need to ask yourself, what would happen if I decided to take an hour to myself and to go do something fun? What would happen? Really think about it. Be honest with yourself. Would the sky fall? Would nothing get done that day? Would things go to shit? Would whatever, whatever worst case scenario you tell yourself, would it really happen? Actually walk yourself through the scenario to the end. Don't just think and be like, oh my gosh, if I, if I go for an hour and I go decide or two hours, I go see a movie and I come back oh my gosh, I'll never have time, everything, wow, sky is falling, you know, it's usually not true, it's usually a bunch of bullshit, so actually walk yourself out through that story, okay, if I go to the movies, then what when I get back, I'll have another seven hours before I go to bed, so for those seven hours, I can do laundry for a little bit, I can still make dinner, I can still take care of the kids, like, just actually talk yourself into why it's okay to take some time for yourself, too mother effing serious around here, people. It is not that serious. Like We revolve everything around work. 
We revolve everything around responsibility and making sure things get done and checking the box. And that is where our worth comes from. And we're good because we did it and we completed it. What would be the worst thing that would happen if we revolved it around fun and our stuff still got done? This is going to bring me into number three. This is not a trick question. This is going to bring me into my my third reason why we have less fun. Because if I told you right now that I don't enjoy working in the traditional sense, I still will pay my bills. I still will make good money. So we'll enjoy life to the fullest as my number one priority. I'm finding work that makes me happy and makes me feel fulfilled. And then on the outside of that, after that happens, I'll get my my tedious work done. I'll do my laundry. I'll make the dinners. I'll you know, do my taxes, all of those things that need to get done, that's going to be priority B. But my priority A is making sure the life that I live, if I die tomorrow, I would be very satisfied that I did the things that I did. Because people would look at me like I'm crazy. People would want to know where, what job I have, that this is even possible. Where is this money coming from? How are you going to make that work? What happens, you know, you have kids, like what are your kids going to do? Their schedule and their routine, how are you going to work? Like you would poke so many holes in me saying that, that it's so far outside the norm that the majority of people can't even think that way. It just seems so far-fetched that somebody would prioritize fun over work. I know because I've been there. I tried it in Best Buy for a little while when I worked there. And I was a GM and number one priority was employees and their experience. Number two priorities was business. And it was just the way that my brain works. It is just the way that it had to be. And my boss did not like that, did not like that. Because my conversations I wanted to have was about how Susie was doing this with her life. And this is the stuff that happened or how how Mary finally figured this out. And she was able to make this happen with her employees in this department. Like those are the conversations I loved having because we were talking about employees, like it was actually humans. But yet we somehow hold all of this work and these things that are not substantial on this pedestal. And we're like, you know what? If I work really hard and I do really well and I check all my boxes and every all my ducks are in a row, then when I get finished, I can have time for fun. If you leave tomorrow, your company, they're going to hire somebody else in your spot. They're going to fill your spot with somebody else. All of the extra work you're doing, all the time you spend, all of the things that you do above and beyond to make sure that you look like this rock star, they don't care. And I just, it's not to say that you're not doing a good job or you're not, you know, doing the best you can in the work that you're doing, but it's to say, it's all so fleeting. It is all so temporary. All of this, like this whole life we live, we are floating on a rock in space. Like it is just not that serious. It is just not, it is not that serious. It's not that serious. But yet we make it so serious that we can't find time to enjoy ourselves. That finding time for play is crazy talk. That prioritizing play is super crazy talk. And the only person that can change that is you. You have to decide that one of your priorities is going to be play. You know how to play. You know how to have fun. Go ahead and go out and, and kick a ball around with the little kid. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, like this is a good time. Or go sledding. Or, you know, I keep forgetting that, you know, not everybody's in Florida. There's snow, snow places right now. 
go sledding, go make a snow angel, go to the park and go play on the swings for a little while, go down to the water, go to the beach, invite friends over for a board game night, go to a new restaurant you've been wanting to try, go grab a coffee and roll the windows down and sing as loud as you can. Again, this comes back to what play looks like for you. It might just be, it might even be making an hour in a quiet area while your, your kid is watching Bluey and you're sitting down with the book that you really love to read and enjoying it or making time for a bubble bath and a glass of wine and relaxing. It, it, the purpose is not to tell you how to play of this podcast because it is very specific to each person. But if you need help figuring that out, just think about what you like to do when you go on vacation. What's an ideal vacation look like to you? What do you like to do what activities do you enjoy? What makes you happy? What gets you all like, yes, I can't wait to go do this on vacation. Like, what are those things? Do you love to go to Disney? You know, it's all these activities are things that you can figure out how to add time into your life now, how to make it work without having to be vacation time. Another way that you can figure out what you might enjoy trying again or enjoy testing out for play is what did you used to do when you were a kid? What did you enjoy doing? I know I rode bikes from dawn till dusk till the streetlights came on. I was always on my bike as a kid. And so I got a bike a couple of years ago for my birthday and it's really fun. My husband says I don't ride it enough, but I enjoy a good bike ride. I love to exercise. Like for me, that's a form of play. That to me is is makes me very happy. It's like a non-negotiable in my day. That is going to, I'm going to work other things around that workout. I really enjoy it. I love getting a coffee. I love rolling the windows down and singing. I really like to see if I do karaoke, how many people I can get to look at me. I find that's a fun game for me. It's just car karaoke. It's really enjoyable. I like to walk around stores. I like to walk around the mall and just check stuff out. I love to window shop, even if I'm not actually buying anything. I like to read books. I love to go to Barnes and Noble and just browse and just see what new books are out and just sit for a little bit and enjoy a coffee. Um, I know coffee has a lot to do with a lot of these things, but it's really true. I like to browse through Groupon and see what kind of activities are around in the area. Groupon's really cool because you can learn about things that you didn't even know existed and then decide, you know, when you want to go check it out. I did that, uh, I guess that's a few months back now, but I did a pottery class like that where it was like, I don't know, $30 or something. And I got to make my own little pottery one morning. And that was what I made time to do. Love going to the beach, love going for walks. It doesn't have to be even about spending a ton of money to go do something vacation-wise. Play, most of the time, is really simple. And we actually do have time for it. But social media is a lot easier. And social media can be a time suck. And social media is a quick way to get a dopamine hit. So if you're feeling like, oh, I really could use play, and your brain's like, please, can we do something fun? And your whole body's like, listen, bro, I need just a second. Like, can we just take some rest? But social media is right there. A lot of times we will default to social media as something to fill that space, when in fact, what we need is a break, a break from other people, from groupthink, from hearing the same things all the time to clear your space for fun and enjoyment for yourself just because you love it and just because you deserve it. When you're starting something new, one of the things I've learned, again, in the fitness world, this is definitely something that's really helpful. When you are taking on a new habit or something you want to continue, it's always nice to have a buddy. It's nice to bring somebody along with you and say, hey, keep me accountable to this. 
this is how many days I want to do this. This is what it's going to look like. This is the time I want to go. Can you text me or let me know that you're going to be going or that, you know, to remind me to go or just encourage me to be there and show up. If you need a fun buddy, I said fun buddy, get your minds out of the gutters. You can call, <laughs> I could go down a whole rabbit hole with that. I'm not going to do that. You can find that person and say, hey, I want to be able to do one thing a week to start that I would consider fun. What are some ideas that you have? Maybe we can work together to come up with some stuff that would be really fun to do. And I don't mean fun for the kids. I don't mean fun for the husband. I don't mean fun for the friends. I mean, what's something that you personally, selfishly, selfish AF would like to do and make the time to do it. And if you feel guilty when you do it, stop and ask yourself, why do I feel guilty? Walk the story all the way out. Because it's usually some kind of belief, again, that goes back to, if I'm not working, I'm not worthy. And if that is a belief that sticks for you, then all of this play and all this time and enjoyment is going to be super difficult. But if you can stop and say to yourself, I deserve to have a good time. This life is really short. We are floating through space on a giant rock. The least I can do is go out and ride my bike. If you can say those things to yourself, then you will be able to add more fun into your life. But if you don't and you choose to opt for the guilt, then you're going to continue to, to perpetuate the cycle of it's not enough. I'm needing something, but it's not there. And if I could just give you some food for thought around working hard and looking at fun as irresponsible. I have very big goals and things I want to accomplish in this life. It... There are no doubts that the things I want to do are going to require different levels of me as I go. But when you decide for yourself that enjoyment in life is non-negotiable, it's amazing, just like anything else, how it finds its time to weave its way in. It doesn't mean that you have to give up all your dreams, that you can't work hard, that you can't, you know, put your heart and soul into something that you really enjoy. I'm not saying that either. But somehow we make play and work an and or or. Here's the secret, right? Play and work actually can go really well together. It doesn't mean that you have to be this bum that all you do is surf on the beach, which no shame. I mean, if that's something you can do and want to do, go for it. But it can mean that you are still a badass entrepreneur that's making stuff happen, that's doing the things they need to do to move their business forward and making it feel really good to them but not doing it 12 hours a day because instead in the afternoon, they like to go sniff flowers at the local flower sniffer place. You know, there could be other things that you enjoy doing that you make time for. And because of that, there's time in your day. But if you decide the only way through, the only way to do this is I have to work, 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 very serious, play is irresponsible. I have too much stuff. I'm too busy. I have no time. If we keep saying that to ourselves, then guess what's going to happen? say it with me, we are not going to find the time to play. But if we say to ourselves, I love the idea of fitting in time for myself every single day, and I'm going to fit in a minimum of 10 minutes, a maximum of the whole day to enjoy myself because this life is so short. And I can't imagine what would happen if I wasn't here tomorrow and how sad I would be that I didn't get a chance to finish all the things I really wanted to do in this world. So today I'm going to read a book. Today, I'm going to take a bath. Today, I'm going to go get that coffee that I really wanted to get for a long time. Or I'm going to have a snack or I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to go sniff flowers. Whatever it is that makes your little heart happy, make time to do 
the thing. If that's like the number one thing about this podcast that you take away is that if you've been filling in all of your time with work and bullshit and now you're like, damn, I have no time for play, you got to go make time for it. You got to go fit it in and you got to decide that that's the new you you want to live. The future you is the fun, the, the, the one that has fun. The future you is the one that has fun. The future you is the one that plays. The future you is the one that has time for stuff. And here's a, here's like the, the true secret of the universe, okay? When you are having more fun, the universe is like, oh, that's fun. You like fun? I'll give you some more fun. More fun things happen. You want to hear a fun stat? This is from the Googles. So I don't know how accurate it is, but I'm going to say it anyway, because, you know, it's the Googles. 50% of people hate their jobs. Okay, so one in every two. There's a chance some of us that are listening to this podcast hate their jobs. But yet, when we prioritize things, we prioritize time, and I don't even mean physical time. I don't mean time you're just spending at work. I mean mental time, which is very valuable, which means coming home and on your ride home, you're thinking about how much work sucks. You come home, you talk to your spouse about how much work sucks. You go to bed and or you go to, to hang out and just chill and you still have work in the back of your head. That is an 18-hour-a-day job that you gave yourself to give your all into and that you're sacrificing your time off and your personal time and your play for. You're doing it for a job that, again, I, I said it before, if you left tomorrow for whatever reason, if you died, they're going to hire somebody else to fill your shoes. You're replaceable in that job. That's just facts. I'm not trying to be mean. That's just facts. So when you're thinking priorities and when you're thinking of, I don't have time for because you have to take that into account. As this happens and you add more play in, again, it doesn't mean you don't go to your job. It doesn't mean that you're not there and giving them 100% when you're there. I believe in that. I think that's really important. But after your job, instead of getting hung up on the drive home, now you can think about, well, hell yeah, I decided I'm going to go take this this hot yoga class. Now I'm, I'm on my way to do that. And that's part of my time. Or as soon as I get home, I'm going to get a chance to read my book. Or when I get home, I'm going to pour myself a glass of wine and I'm going to um, do whatever you do. Have a snack. I don't know. Have some cheese. Have some cheese and crackers. Sounds wonderful. Whatever your play is for you, whatever's enjoyable, that is where the time should be prioritized because otherwise your time will fill up. Your time is going to be full and you have to decide what it's going to be full with. Play, the more you do it, it's like a muscle. The more you do it, the easier it gets and the more it finds you. And imagine if you were one of the 50% that hated your job and yet you start to play more and then more play finds you and you create this new bubble for yourself of new opportunities and things that you enjoy doing because life is like, oh, hey, you're not a miserable person anymore that hates their job. You actually like living life. Like you actually appreciate the fact that you woke up in the morning and you're breathing and this is really exciting and you want to do new things and experience life. Cool. You're experiencing, let me give you more. Let me send you here. Let me show you this. Let me give you this opportunity. And before you know it, you could be meeting the person that you need to be getting you into that dream job that you didn't even know existed before. The universe is working for you when you let it work for you. But if you're putting out, I hate this. I have no time. I'm frustrated. I'm guilty. I, I can't break away. That's what you're going to see more of. And if you are putting out there, I love life. I'm going to live life to my fullest. I'm going to still do my work, but I'm going to make shit happen whenever I can have fun. I'm going to have fun. Then I will tell you life is going to change for you. It's going to change around you. The people in your life is going to shift. The The happiness of the people around you, your close circle is going to shift because when you're happy, everybody else is happy. That's, that's just, that's when mom is happy, everybody's happy or a happy wife, happy life, you know? 
but it works for everybody. Happy you, happy them. <laughs> so the more time you spend on yourself and loving yourself, the more life is going to love you back. So this is your homework. I would love for you to DM me and tell me what thing you did this week for play. What did you do that's outside of your norm that you said you were going, you didn't have time for, you couldn't make time for? What is that thing? Tell me when you did it. Extra credit, you send me a picture. I will send you Christy cash. It is not actual cash. It is just my love and affection in the form of this emoji that is like the heart hands. You know, I will send you that. Probably the clapping emoji, maybe like the one that's like having a party. You know, that's like Christy cash. It's like, it's like energetic cash for you. <laughs> I used to have Christy cash at my old store. I used to actually, it was just paper, but either way, it's the point. Okay. Stay with me. It's the point. So go do something fun. Let me know how it goes. Send me a picture. I would love to see it. You don't have to send a picture, but just tell me you did it because we need to have more play. We need to have more fun. This whole world just needs a little more fun. Yes. Thanks for being here. Happy weekend. Happy day that you're listening to this and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Christy Says Things podcast. If you like these vibes, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to spend more time together, you can find me over at Christy Says Things on Instagram or at Christy Lynn Gomez. See you right here next week for another new episode.